Well, welcome everybody to another edition. Yes, another edition unbelievable from the UK and beyond. Cryptic creatures and folklore, mystery or myth. Yes, hello Denise, Samantha, Missy, Crazy Witch. So, still light outside, is it, Missy? Well, how about that? So, yes, it is 2 o'clock Eastern Time in Northern Kentucky. Darren is trying to get logged on. So, what is going on out there, La La Land, with everybody? So, we are doing good. Uh, of course, he's over there trying to get logged in as we're speaking. I have no idea. But, yes, hello, Amy. Welcome. There is two of me. Yes, two. Not one, but two. Yes. Uh, Virginia, Southwest Virginia. Awesome. So, Darren should be jumping on any second here. So, it is 8 p.m. And uh, you, uh, you're European? Europe, Europe, right? Yes. So he is in, uh, yes, uh, so it's 7 p.m. in the, I can't even talk. It's so early. It's 7 p.m. in UK is where he is at. Yep, Europe. I was going to say European, but uh, yes. So he is logging in. So interesting. Darren is a unique character. He is the uh, former band owner uh, that uh, owned EMF band. Uh, that uh, sung the song or owned the song or was the lead singer of Unbelievable. So I'm telling him we're in. So I know he's probably cussing up a bloody, bloody storm right now. Cloudy dang in Long Island, New York. Ooh, New York. Wonderful. It's kind of chilly down here in, in Kentucky, but yeah. So it was interesting. Uh, the other day, uh, we had a guy on one of our shows that was gifting Sasquatch these big jars of peanut butter. I'm talking these, I don't know, big jars, tubs, and uh, done it for like a couple years. And he got sick and didn't do it for like for four weeks. And and uh, foothills of Blue Ridge Mountains. Wow, Samantha. So, uh, making a long story short, he didn't do it for four weeks, three or four weeks, and his neighbors caught havoc and hell from the Sasquatches. They were banging on the houses, throwing jars of this empty peanut butter at the houses. The neighbors were flagging him down, trying to get him to stop. He didn't live there, by the way. Yeah, I found that out. He did not live there. So they didn't know what to do. So they called the, the Department of Natural Resources, the wildlife people. So they put trail cameras up, got his license plate number, and found out where he lived and put a business card on his windshield and said, call us ASAP. But yeah, so it got pretty bad. I wish I was a fly on that wall during that phone call. They never would say Bigfoot or Sasquatch. Uh, they always called it a bear. 
So, but anyways, but yeah, they told him to quit feeding the bears. So, one neighbor was so tore up. I'm talking dramatically upset about the aggression of these creatures that they put the house up for sale and moved the family. That's how mad these people or these creatures were because they weren't getting fed. So, I mean, th this guy had these creatures trained that he would go in the woods and he would clap. He would wear the same clothes, wear the same backpack, and they would know that, hey, here comes food. And it was interesting. Very sad. So he made a public announcement. Hey, do not feed these things. Do not gift them. Because he felt bad. He didn't want them to be hunted. But uh, he actually got very emotional on the show. So I have no idea what Darren's at. So he's probably cussing up a bloody storm. If you've never heard anybody cuss from UK, it's funny. Yes, uh, bears do not put the leads back on the yard, Samantha. You're, you are correct. Uh, they were actually screwed back on. So that was very interesting. A very interesting show. I mean, sad, but interesting. And we were talking about last night, you know, people that do not deer hunt. When I was growing up, we had like deer cocaine. Uh, that you can used to be able to buy at your local Walmart store for deer hunters. And that would drive the deers crazy. Now, can you imagine mixing that with peanut butter and giving it to them? Now, I'm just saying I wouldn't do it. But, oh, lo and behold, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Derek. Always happens. I'm so sorry. It, we do it every time. I just need to copy the link. And That's all we got to do. Welcome. All right, everybody. Crazy Witch, this is Derry. This is what I'm talking about. So what's going on, brother? Um, just got back from France. Uh, yeah. Put, uh, put an offering on a place, a little pad, little apartment. and uh, Very nice looking, too, by the way. I looked at the pictures. I'm yeah. So that, fingers crossed, everything goes okay. That'll be sorted by the end of June, maybe, uh, may, maybe July. So, um, and I've already been looking around the areas on the, uh, Italian border where there have been sightings of dog man and, uh, because there's, there's, there's a wild area to the North, excuse me, of the Côte d'Azur. There's a lot of, um, mountain ranges and vistas. It's, it's really, you know, uh, back country out there. So, um, I've already been, looking and seeing if there's been any strange things there's one village i can't remember i, I did write it down because i've got all my books and everything here, um where there's been three or four sightings of dogman in the last like two to three years so and and they say it's the same the same one or the same two that sort of have been visit uh some kind of habitation of this um small village on the on on the border there's a lot of forest up there it, 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 i mean it, it it's pretty wild. Well, um, introduce yourself because we got Denise, we got Samantha, we got Missy, we got Amy, we got Crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see you shouldn't feed them. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So we were. I was actually telling a story about uh, the guy we had on my last show. It was feeding him peanut butter. Did you watch that show? The jars of peanut butter. 
Yeah, what's that all about? I mean, I've heard they love peanut butter. I've heard. Yeah. That. Like, so he was he was feeding them, gift them peanut butter. I mean, we were talking these these jars of peanut butter, you know, jars. Yeah, 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 yeah. For two years, six jars a week, and and he got yeah. sick, and uh, he didn't do it where he lived, so he got sick, and they got pissed. Because yeah, he didn't show yeah, up, so yeah, he yeah, went yeah. to the neighbor's house, the Sasquatches, and caused yeah. hell on them. They were yeah, banging yeah. on the houses, wanting food. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing they say. Um, I mean, from what I can make out, uh, don't um, you know? If you're gonna feed them or support feed them, like any animals, we've got what wild animals here. As soon as you stop feeding them, you know they um, that they still come round. And if you're eight foot tall and you know 700 pounds and you wanna you want your peanut butter you're gonna get it from somewhere so um, <laughs> you know, don't, don't do i mean what do they do do they do they not start or you know what, the, the what? guy the guy got dnr caught on them fishing wildlife the neighbors didn't know what to do yeah yeah and they got involved and they were like quit feeding the bears so they would never call it sasquatch bears. Yeah, 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 the bears, but they actually put the lids back on. Okay, yeah, well, so, yeah, well, put the bears, put the lids yeah, back. put the lids yeah, back on. I've seen when they've opened up uh, coolers and and moved them around and 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 unwrap aluminium foil and stuff. Right, so they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah, but, um, what what I wanted to talk to to to, to you well, about. Introduce yourself, everybody. Let everybody know who you are. I'm, I'm sorry. Chris, it was a bit of a hectic. Uh, I know. Interview. I'm Derry. Me and Chris have been working together on these uh, podcasts for a while now. I'm based in the UK, in the Southwest, where uh, on previous shows we've gone into uh, in depth about the area that there are. Uh, we call them the Woodwouse, the Woodwoose, which is a, a, a British wild man. Uh, basically, it's a British Bigfoot. They're big stocky uh with all the same attributes pretty much as the the north american uh, bigfoot uh, i don't know too much about yowies or uh the russian uh there's a there's a name Yearns? yeah there's or is that the chinese i can't remember there's i mean they've all got their own names but we've we've got uh as we've talked before when you look at the history of uh, the, some of the cathedrals and old churches, medieval especially, um, going back a thousand years, if there's anything that's been carved into a into a, like a public building, generally in the country, more to the sort of um, the middle of England, and that's what I want to go into in, in a little bit about the, what we call the Midlands, carvings of a wild man with usually a club, or, but you can see the features are not so much um, ape-like, more human-like, but carvings that are on uh, public buildings that, well, you know, where did that come from? Where, where you know, what what are these people seeing? What 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 has made such an impression on the people usually that have the most money, i.e., the church back in medieval times where they would build these cathedrals and churches um converting people to christianity and then uh, they would just have these effigies of these wild men which can only be described as you know british uh bigfoot 
the, the woodwaves or the or the wild man of of, of the woods whatever you want to uh, call it and uh, trolls samantha Ramos. Uh, hmm. it just makes you think doesn't it chris what were these people seeing like right the, right like nations native americans where they the 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 kind of pictures of these uh, big uh, paintings of these big uh, images with with the eyes that just look like hairy man i guess and uh yeah gargoyles not so much gargoyles missy um more more human type effigies gargoyles were usually sort of i've got kind of like a, a kind of otherworldly look to them funny enough the place we've just hopefully bought in the south of france in nice we've got our own gargoyle did you see oh, it oh yes i did yes i did so i don't actually know the history of gargoyles but these things were basically a wild man usually with a club you've seen it i've showed you the pictures so um yeah it's something's obviously been been going on and still going on in the, in this country and and looking at the the facebook and the, the social media pages that that we've been involved with just through this show um they're everywhere and 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 and, and the the dogman thing as well is 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 just going absolutely crazy at the moment with um people that have reached out to me through the show people that i've reached out to it's um you know they're being seen in supermarket car parks and it's some of it just sounds so crazy that it that it's you know usually the things that are are the most unbelievable shall we say are usually the things that are the, that's the reality that's actually what's happening you know they say that uh, fiction is uh, is um, you know more more true than 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 reality and and they're being seen everywhere dogmen and uh, and 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 bigfoot and wolves as well i don't know so much about um rakes uh other kind of beings obviously we've got quite a lot of history here where there's there's a lot of hauntings and and and, and supernatural um obviously we, we had deborah hatswell who is the kind of she's very active in every area of uh, cryptids and anything to do with the supernatural and uh, and different creatures she she and, and she was on our first show we kind of we we blew it there really but by uh yeah the truth is stranger than fiction yeah right right totally totally but i think yeah i live on the uh crazy witch i live on the edge of uh exmoor my father uh, and his friend saw the big black beast cat uh, at five, I think it was about five o'clock in the afternoon, which is on a road which I travel five times a month, maybe more than that if I have to. And uh, I think I've I've heard different stories about uh, what 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 the beast is, whether it's a wild animal, whether it's a, a big cat, because it, back in the seventies and I think the early eighties, there was a, an amnesty on uh, on people that had exotic animals whether it be leopards pumas uh, and i think dad was saying and other people my brother's seen it my cousin's seen it in the forest of dean both of them and the the exmoor beast is 
probably uh, a big uh, a puma. But they say that when you look beyond the kind of black sheen of the fur, there's a kind of um, like a cheetah under fur. So maybe it's it's a hybrid. It's it's you know they're obviously um, they're obviously breeding and uh, you know and very very happily going about their business i would have thought because they're seen all over the place you know i don't know where um where she is but yeah i mean you've got the dartmoor dartmoor is a strange place obviously I, i'm in between dartmoor and exmoor basically so exmoor to the north dart dartmoor to the to the south uh, remember the story chris about my, the, my friend the american lad who saw the kind of willow the wisp the, the yes yes a monkey type creature with horse hair he lives on the edge of dartmoor and it's spooky uh out there and and, and he saw that uh jack-o'-lanterns will-o'-the-wisp dartmoor and exmoor as we've talked before have had uh stories my friend who's ex-forces that they go out and do these crazy kind of camping trips and you know i wouldn't say they were freaked but they kind of said that there wasn't there wasn't a, a few minutes uh, all the way, all the time they stayed there. There wasn't a few minutes where uh, you know there wasn't something they heard on the wind, like people talking or or some kind of whispering or just just it's just a, it's just an eerie place. And there's also a story about the um, the guy that was done for fraud that was his brother told the story. He was in uh, Dartmoor has got a prison. Uh, a Victorian old, probably predates Victorian prison. And he was just looking out of his prison cell in full moonlight and he could see somebody moving around in the trees, which he thought was a uh, a, a prisoner, a lag that had, that had gone out. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Chris? Yes, I can hear you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just like, and, um, and then this, this kind of uh, animal, this what he thought was a was a person was throwing something up in the tree and he's like this person looks like they've got no clothes on so it wouldn't be somebody that's escaped from the prison um and he was probably knocking what whatever this uh man person beast was 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 probably hitting roosting pheasants like they the turkeys out of the tree it was throwing something up into the tree. And then all of a sudden he saw something in the moonlight come down and this thing kind of grabbed it up and then shot off like superhuman. So and he's just watching it out of his prison cell. And he's like, you know, this, I thought it would be a, uh, you know, what, you know, a person out there in the middle of the night, which was a bit strange, but it was some kind of naked wild man uh, using stones to hit the roosting pheasants out of the trees and then he just snaffled it up and went and he said he saw it three or four times in the moonlight you could see it moving around so you know there's it's a very desolate place up there and uh, there's a lot of uh, standing stones there's a lot of folklore and and everything we, the story about my friend that saw the flat-faced beings and um yeah, it's not. It's it, it, it's it's not somewhere I would be going out of choice unless I was going on a on a bit of a you know an expedition. But 
the crazy crazy witches here and that's amazing i mean we we've got so many stories we've we i don't want to go over the old ground for anybody that's uh that that heard the other uh casts but you know the one about the um the small air air base you know about the guys that said i've been on like five or six air bases all over britain and that was the only one where we even budded up when we went to the toilet and that was the one near where you know that the, the story about the, the the guy that was getting um transient work i think he was right in way and uh he, he kept seeing shadows up on the the bridge he was doing something like they were cutting fences or you know just just like sort of farm work on this guy's field and uh he kept sort of hearing whistles and thought it was just people walking around always felt like he was being watched and that was the guy when uh he took he only had one of these small buggies so he took his daughter or his his his, his, uh, his son's girlfriend home and then he said oh, i'll come back and pick you up and he said exactly well, you know, there's there's people up there. You know, do you have people just sort of watching you up here? And he said, Oh no, 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 that's uh, that's that's Woodwaves. You know, we don't mess with them. They've been here a long time. They've been here a lot longer than us. You don't mess with them. They don't mess with us. That's the you know, and that's the British Bigfoot basically. And that is just down by. It's a there's some weird place names down there like Saint Morgulin, but it's near the airbase where the guys had had experiences and um the girl who i sent you when we first started talking the, the picture of the, the 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 wild man the bigfoot the right right and you're like it's turning and that makes you can you, you talk you can totally see it's the face right she, she doesn't mind me you know, retelling her stories, but there were pictures of uh, glyphs. There were pictures uh, when they moved the big area of um, dirt, which they used, they were doing something and they moved. Yeah, that's the thing. I was on a train recently and I went from here in Devon right up to the top of England. And on a lot of farms, because I'm always looking out the window after hearing those stories about the... The, the the couple that were on the train it, it was the same train i was on and they saw um they saw this person it was just uh early morning but not dark they saw this person walking and they're like this person's all in black and uh as they went on on their train journey they were a bit kind of like but that person looked really big like like Arnold Schwarzenegger on steroids, big and tall. And it was only when they saw a couple with their dog in the in the in the field a few, you know, 10, 15 minutes later that they actually thought they looked at each other and went, oh my God, that was that person with the same kind of size reference was absolutely huge and muscular. It was only when they had something to kind of, you know, reference. Right, it. right. That's the same journey that uh, I took uh, the other day and I noticed that a lot of the farms it kind of clicked on me when I know a lot of the farms they'll have maybe it's just a coincidence they'll have the farm areas and the, but there was always like a big sort of 20 foot high uh, dirt mound like you'll see it you know once you've seen one you'll 
you know, you're, and I'm like, I wonder because when the, the girl down in Cornwall, which is not far from the, you know, you leave those alone, they don't mess with us, we don't mess with them. That the, That's the area there where she lives, just a little bit further out. And she had a large earth mound that I guess they were, it was there or they were using it to move from whatever or dig something out. And she said, as soon as that earth mound got taken down, whether it was used to, 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 to you know, for something else, whether it was a farmer's, that they never had anywhere to hide. Wow. She didn't see them. You know, she knew they were around, but when that mound was there, there that was their, I guess, camouflage. That was, and I, and I was thinking about that and I was on the train. I was on the train for like seven hours and, and I was looking and I'm like, there's another of those dirt mounds again. And it was just like, I mean, you know, and we've talked about it before with the, um, uh, the guy we're going to try and get on the, the show, David, when he said, if you go from the tip of England, the tip, well, the tip of Scotland, I should say, right down Land's End, John O'Groats, John O'Groats, Land's End, on a train, and I did two thirds of it the other day, you see nothing but farmland you see nothing but woodland. Obviously, you've got your cities, you stop in the cities, but you're five, ten minutes out of those cities. It's, you know, marshland, farmland, and you just actually realise that that Britain as a, as a country is not that habitated. You know, it, 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 apart from the cities and certain areas where this, they, they tend to be a little bit closer, there's so much farmland. And a lot of that farmland the farmers don't even use, you know, and we've talked about that before, but right. it was a real, you know, it was like a refresher. I was looking and I'm thinking, well, that side is just looking left, looking right. It's the same, 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 you know, all those hedgerows, all those areas. And they say that um, I've heard lot, lots of um, dogman encounters in the, um, Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Large dirt mounds, sacred areas, cemeteries. Yeah, there's definitely a reason why there are certain areas where I guess there's an energy, you know. And they say that a lot of um, dogmen encounters in America they seem a lot by the railway tracks, you know, the lot because what really goes along there apart from the railway and I, and, and I was looking at that the other day there's just like there's so many old railway sheds in England areas where the banks tend to not be um looked at, looked after you know apart from the railway track it's just kind of brush everywhere and and so many uh usually there's water because the railways run alongside um the canals so you've got water, so you've got the, you know, you've got the highways there. So it was really, as much as it was a boring train trip, it was a, it was a real eye opener because I'm always looking all the time at thinking, you know, and the stories about uh, dogmen using the the railway lines, like the Bigfoot used the power lines supposedly to to because they tend to be areas that are the trees have been cut aside to let the power lines run and stuff so they use those as their highways i don't know but i i certainly was really not surprised but i was i was a bit amazed 
especially as I got up further north when the cities got less and less and less and less more villages and, and moors that um, that there is so much uh, not wasteland but so much open land where you know you've got 10 miles that way 10 miles that way 15 miles that way that you ain't gonna you're not gonna bump into anybody you're not gonna see anybody you know, and now I've heard that a lot of these sort of dogman encounters are getting a lot closer. Um, Newney Woods uh, in Berkshire, which is down towards London, um, supposedly completely inhabited with with dogman families, and that everybody that goes there seems to have their own experience, and um, that's cropping up with uh, this guy, the British Bigfoot. Uh, Mainly, we talked about Cannock Chase, which is in the Midlands. Lots of experiences there. Um, Britain's paranormal forests. Right. Deborah Hatswell's books. Yeah, perfect for wildlife travel. Yeah. Uh, there's your, your man there, Ron Moorhead. Mr. Moorhead, yes, sir. The legend. Uh, that's a lot of stuff. This is a great book as well. If anybody wants to try that out, uh, Revelations, the Human Hominid Connection, really well researched book. T.J. Neely, but obviously these. Uh, this is someone Lee Brickley that we we we've got to get on the show because he's really really researched the area around Cannock Chase, which is the the, the Midlands where uh, there's the I think it's called the German Cemetery. That was the area where the guys that were bikers were, um, were were camping out, where the guy got picked up by his ankles. Remember, I told you that story. Right, you right. Get much information, but Cannock Chase has got the Black Eyed Children, um, lots of UFO. Uh, hi, Gigi. Hey, Gigi. Welcome to the show. Welcome back. You know, and there's Amy. Uh, so it, that we've got to do a whole uh, podcast on Canuck Chase because it's 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 not an area which is really um, it's almost like a, a big ancient, I guess, forest in the middle of it's in the Midlands. So it's completely pretty much surrounded by major cities and arteries. But they've got kinds, uh, lots of dogman, lots of Bigfoot there um and that book's a really good place to 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 start because um some of these just the little stories that he's put in here it's a pretty much you know print on demand book but it's really informative about uh roars at midnight something in the bushes the figure at castle ring there's definitely a area there which is called i think it's called the german cemetery and loads and loads of um activity has been uh, in that area. What's this, Samantha? Karnak? No, we're not near Karnak. We're near Nice on the Coke d'Azur, if that's what you're saying, Samantha. Oh, I'm going to get another one. Ah, uh, oh, there you go. So, um, I mean, do 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 people when you talk to them, Chris? Do people when you say you you do these casts with with us in 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 England? I was obviously talking to Deborah. Are they, are they amazed that 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 they they think, wow, there's nothing in England because it's the size of a shoebox? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, so they they hear about it. They're like, really? Now, the only thing they know about is what they see on TV, right? The people walking home from the local pubs having their incidents. And they're like, man, he was walking home from a pub and he had an incident with the dog van or, or you know, a dog encounter or something or the werewolf. And, yeah. You know, but they really don't realize because, you know, us as Americans, right? We think when we, we hear about UK or Britain, we think about the cities, you know, like we talked about before. We don't think about all of the woodlands and swamps and the grassy areas and the forest and stuff like that. You know, I never thought about that. I never really looked at a map and was like, wow, you know, interesting, right? Hello, yeah. Barb. Welcome to the show, Barber. Oh, there she so, is. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, we don't really think about that. So, and you, and you take um, there's been lots of uh, Bigfoot sightings in Ireland as well, north, north and south. Um, and if you go from the tip of Ireland, the north of Ireland down to kind of you know to the south, the southwest, it's really wild. There's not. I mean, it's a it's an absolutely stunning, beautiful country. It's 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 you know the I love Ireland, but the West Coast is really rugged and it's absolutely stunning. But, you know, you're talking it's a lot of area there compared to what is actually habitated. That is that is just not It's just farmlands that go on for miles and miles and miles. And, and as in Wales, um, a friend of mine lives in the in the Breckens where the special airs, the SAS, they uh, tend to train out there and it's very desolate you know if the SAS train out there you know like the Navy SEALs and and uh, Delta wherever they train is usually quite sort of you know harsh conditions and um, right right yeah, and, and when you look at that it just goes on there's just forests there's um reservoirs lakes mountains you, you know you think you were in you know uh Oregon or you think you're in Canada you know, it's it really is. And and some of the woods that we have here in and, and a lot of the woods as well, especially where I am at the moment in Devon so much, they're not accessible. You know, you can't just, you know, they're owned. You know, unless you buy your own woodland, whereas where I'm from, the Forest of Dean, where I had my encounter with the green man that we we, we talked about, um, you know that it's just wild you just park your car or your bike or whatever and, and you're into the deep dark woods whereas and i've noticed a lot of uh a lot of thanks barb a lot of it here is very much kind of like closed off right and i look at that as i look at that as people might want to just be keeping secrets and you know they don't want you on those areas because when you drive from when you come over, Chris, and I take you down from where I live, which is on the border of Devon and Cornwall. When we drive down you, you, 10 minutes, you, you're at you're in the middle of nowhere. You are seriously in the middle of nowhere. And if you want to go that way, you're going to end up in the sea with huge cliffs and mines. And then you want to go the other way. You, you can drive across the moors for hours and hours and not see anybody. Like the American werewolf in London, you know that. Funny enough, it wasn't actually in the north of England where all that was shot. American werewolf. It was all shot in um, in Wales. Really? Exactly what it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Because the, you know, it's 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 pretty bleak out there. It's beautiful if you like that type of thing. But but that's exactly what I mean. American werewolf. If if I I, I can drive ten minutes from where I am right now, and it's, you know, 
it's like the slaughtered lamb. It is that type of terrain to a T. It's it's exactly like it. You know, when the wind's howling and the rains, you know, it's that's exactly what it's like. So sometimes I think when there's like areas where these beautiful areas of, of uh, you know, tens and hectares and hectares of, of, of forest, but they're like, you know, um, they're gated. You're, I'm sure there's public footpaths that go through them, but generally it's not like where I was brought up, where like I'm where you live, where you, you know, once you're in the woods, you're in the woods. That's it. You can go right, right. that way for hours and hours and not come across any restrictions at all. There's a lot of restrictions in 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 these areas, which uh, I don't know. Maybe a a more kind of inquisitive mind would think that there's certain areas like the guy that said, which is not that far from here, St. Maudlin's, Maudlin's, I think it's called where he said, you know, with it, we don't mess with them. They don't mess with us. You leave them be, you know, they've been here a lot longer than we have, you know, that's, uh, you know, just, just, just leave them be. So I don't know. It just seems like a lot of the areas are very much um, just, just wild. And just not really inhabited. Maybe they don't want people like you. You can in the forest of Dean where I'm from. To a certain degree, you can just sort of turn up and camp out and go wild camping. You wouldn't last that long in those areas around here without somebody coming along and shining a light on you and saying, you know, you shouldn't be here, or you know just pack up in the morning and make sure you don't leave anything you know it, it's it's not as not as wild as um as as you would think really when you look at the terrain you'd think that you can just go out there and get lost for weeks and weeks and camp and put your hammock up no it, it, it's kind of not like that really and that's what that's what i found anyway you know wow maybe it's just the english thing where they've got to have where they own their castle and their land and that's mine and keep off my land as they say in this country get off my land but um yeah i i, I you know but yet you go to places like wales and, and scotland and that is that is rugged and uh, as much as they have got their sort of uh woodland trusts and parks it's it's a lot less restricted than it is in this area that that's for sure so maybe i don't know maybe maybe they've all been all those creatures have been pushed down around here and and you know because i know for a fact in wales that uh, uh another guy that was sort of had had experiences with uh the uh, dog man the one where he had his husky in his tent and the guy was in a uh, like an rv in the park and he went up to him and said look can i tell you something he said i've just seen the biggest wolf he said it can only be a wolf he said because i'm getting out of here now i'm going he said and this wolf came down over the the, the hill there and it was stalking you because you were outside with your dog you couldn't see it from where you were but i could see it because i was in a different area higher area and he said and i'm going i'm going now he said because that thing when it went behind into this where there was a pathway he said i swear to god it stood up on two legs and that guy as he sort of he'd had two or three two, two or three encounters but when he came across some local farmers that 
and, and he said when he looked in the and it, which is very unusual for England and, 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 and Britain if you see a car um, with high powered guns, rifles, shotguns in the back, it's very it's a non-English thing you know to see a gun everybody if you see a gun in england unless you're you know used to them there it's it's very whoa, whoa, whoa guns you know right um, right so this guy had a lot a lot of um sort of i don't know like four tens or double barrel shotguns and stuff and uh, and as he was talking to the to, to the farmer the farmer sort of said that we've had lots of uh lots of cattle and um attacks where where they've attacked the haunches which is a typical big cat attack he said but something just doesn't add up he said because the the the, the cuts where something is obviously grabbed out of the hind of, of a you know i'm talking cows you know bulls horses right he said it, it, you know it, it doesn't look like a jaggedy uh what did he say maybe a jaggedy or a, it did it didn't look like a raggedy big cat it looked too clean almost like it was hands that had, something had clamped onto it that was big enough to to leave a big definition between whatever <laughs> whatever it had on its hands so uh but but then the guy kind of sort of I think he must have said to him maybe that he'd had an encounter or two and, and that he'd seen these things, but it was all very much, um, you know, let's uh, keep a lid on it, as we say in, in the UK, you know, uh, it's not, it's not, we know what's going on and we, we have our own ideas about, about what, what's been attacking our livestock, but, you know, what, what, what can we do? You know, what, what, you know, I'm, so I'm sure there's more uh, there's more information in in those sort of um, in those villages. There's more information in those. You know, when, when they all go down the pub, you know, they're going to say something, aren't they? You know, I've had my prize cow. Just you know, the haunches have been sliced down each side at the back. You know, and deep, but it almost looks like a kind of Freddy Krueger. You know, and uh, and this is not the first time. And there's there was a story the other day, uh, a friend of mine about uh, sent this, shared this story. I'm trying to think where it was in England and recently, uh, it might have been Johnny, where a, a deer and a big deer had literally had its head twisted off, like like almost Incredible. like no blood twisted off, like. <laughs> gone you know because they say bigfoot and whatever they they, they go for the, the back legs and break the back legs but this was literally a head clean off it wasn't cut off it was twisted off so um that was uh that's a lot of force oh i mean you know i mean i've i've seen deer you've seen deer i've seen deer in the in the in the wild and when you see some of these and this was a stag this was a big buck you know a big or a stag you know this was uh an ant like a six pointer so but you know i mean they are all muscle they're all business but this head had been like almost like just crack just like twisted off in one move yeah so people were saying it was poachers it was it was i mean because there's so much food out there at the moment i know from being in the forest of dean we we have um wild boar 
that were let they I, I guess there was wild boar here hundreds of years ago but then some escaped from slaughterhouses some might have just been, no there there are like there are just like I think they're being cold a little bit now and poached a lot but there are so I mean I've seen like 40 in in just one you know sat there in my car on the phone look round, and there's like 35 40 just wow one, with they, what they they call them the humbugs the little ones you know because they got the stripes on them and stuff and um you know i mean i mean so there's tons and tons of it and i was out with my dog and and, and joe my partner and we were out one um one day and the ground was shaking and it, you could feel the, the footsteps and it was a massive sow boar. Might have been a bull, but I mean, because we didn't hang around in there. So I guess somebody might have been feeding it, which which is what happens. But when I hear the stories about the dogman and the Bigfoot and you can feel the, the, the footsteps coming. I mean, I guess that boar, what would you say a four? I mean, they have massive boar in, in the US, but I would say that boar was probably three, four hundred pound maybe. 350. That's huge. That's huge. Oh, no, no. It was, it was like a donkey. It was huge. I mean, you hit one of these in your car. Your car is, is, is gone. That's it. And sometimes the boar would just get up and shake its head and then like, like a deer and just move away. Now, this thing was huge. This thing, had, you could feel its footsteps in the ground. You know, it was, and it, it wasn't that close. It was probably 30 feet away. But, you, you know, it was a, I think when people come across uh, like dogmen and, and, and Bigfoot, they, the size and the, the, the power that they see in these creatures, you know, they always say they're like a, a bodybuilder times 10 on steroids. And, you know, I mean, you just can't imagine how, how, how big they are. And those boar were like, I mean, I've only seen that one that was that big. So it was obviously, a, a, it had the area, but, you know, you can imagine, can't you, when you when you come across something like a, a you can't imagine it when they call it a dogman or a werewolf. It, it uh, sometimes you see Bigfoot because of the name Bigfoot, and you think they're big. But I mean, obviously, if you see one, you're like, oh my god, that's like eight foot tall. Sometimes you look at I look at my doorway and think I'm talking another half bigger and another three foot taller than my doorway right like six and a half seven foot you know two foot and you just can't imagine coming across one of those things so the whole thing about especially uh dogmen where they say it was a eight foot dogman you you in your mind's eye i just don't think you think that they're going to be that big and and i think people don't think that those things are going to be that big in england britain you know, but they've been seen, you know, and that's that's the whole crux of it as well, is people probably think that they that they, they can't stay hidden. So, you know, that they are oh, well, where would they go? You know, but now I'm hearing all these stories about them being seen like behind a wall in in hedgerows in supermarket car parks, parking lots. You know, so, and I think in America too. I I don't know what people think, but I but I think that there are a lot more. Uh, they frequent 
a lot more areas near to houses than people actually give them credit for. Do you know what I mean? Have you come across much of that? Yeah, we have. We'll be right back after this commercial. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Unbelievable from the UK and beyond with Derry. Yes. So, Amy. Yeah, I tell you. So, yeah, I do believe uh, they are getting closer to homes. I think we're enroaching on their land. Uh, yes. Uh, does uh, Derry speak with Deborah? Yes, uh, they are close friends. Uh, we actually had her on our show. Yeah. Uh, she's ready, Derry, to do another show, by the way. She says reach out to her. She's ready. So, right. yeah, so great. Yeah. Make I mean, that happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, she, yeah. Uh, I spoke to Hatswell last week. Uh, so, yes, uh, we are a close knit family. Absolutely. So, yeah. Barb, oh, Crazy Witch says, uh, Barb says to Crazy Witch, studying my ancestry and DNA tests let me discover that ancestors from Bailey Cotton and Catton Cork that led me to discover the incredible stories of Hey Brazil. Hmm. What's but no, story? I do believe that. I don't know. I'm going to have Barb, Barb to show. Barb, are you still here? Let's show Derry. I know. Came video. Yeah. Do you really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to Cork. Yeah, Cork. Yeah, Cork City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Jumpin' Jack Flash. Welcome to the show. Nice to have you. Welcome aboard. Been a moment since I've seen you, but I, I got to show you this video that we had on the show. Uh, actually, oh, it is, uh, yes, it's uh, actually it's a Bigfoot cloaking. Have you ever seen one? I've, I've heard about the cloaking and seen kind of pretty ambiguous looking sort of, you know, whatever. Yeah. Now, did you see our video that we showed? The one that cloaked that I Barb brought on? I've no, seen. Barb, can you uh, PM me that video if she's still on? I don't know if she's still on or not. Do I believe yeah. that dimensional? Yes. Uh, Do you believe that? Did I pass that one up or am I coming up to it? Uh, I mean, what what I saw when we when we got together, when I, I saw what, what is known in England as the green man, it was definitely not from 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 this dimension because as, as i explained to you chris around its body was was almost like a haze of electricity with things going 
cracking and, and, and splitting like electricity. And that thing was probably eight, 10 foot tall. But um, that's a, a whole other story. That, that's how I met uh, Deborah, basically. Do I bring anything to protect you when I go walking in a forest? It's just, no. He I, is crazy, ladies and gentlemen. He just goes uh, out there without a torch. That's what that, that's what that's what they call a flashlight. Yeah, 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 yeah. We used to, yeah, yeah. In my uh, in my the woods where where I was brought up, I know I'm like the back of my hand. I just go out and use the moonlight. But um, I'm I would be a little bit more. I wouldn't say apprehensive now, but I'd be a little bit more with my wits about me because I must have probably passed something and I've seen something in those woods anyway. And that's how we met up and that's how we connected. You know, that's uh, another story. But um, but I'm sure. Yeah, Barb, can you send me the video? I don't have it. Uh, send it to me a messenger so I can show him so I can get his reaction to it. And I can share if you don't mind, if, if that's OK with you. I got to show you this video because I sit here. And every time she shows us the video, uh, I sit here and I'm like, all right, she just sent it to me. So let me uh, look. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm knocking stuff over. Where they've got the POV and it's something that comes out of the woods. It's not that. Much. No, no, oh. this is this is something oh, else. Oh, wow. Amy's like, yay. And Missy's like, this video is so awesome. She's like, yep, here it is. All right, here we go. Let me uh, get up to my uh, video screen here. And uh, so the first video we're going to show is uh, just uh, open her up a bit. where she where she's like, did you just see that? And you have to watch it like a couple of times. Yeah, 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 yeah gotcha. And uh, because I'm not going to I'm not going to spoil it. I'm just going to play it. Now, let me, let me hit just share screen. Let me make sure I hit the video and audio here. And let me share audio because I want you all to hear this. All right, here. Let me see which which browser, Facebook. Here we go. Here we go. All right, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Let me unmute the. Yeah, something right. hard and fast. Then let me start it over. You know. Yeah. Like a thrust and then a hang. Yeah, something hard and fast. The heck was that? Did you see that? Sam's been, you know. Yeah. Like a thrust and not a hang, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, something it, hard and fast. For any amount of time, the heck was that? Did you see that? Sam's been, been, you know. Yeah. Like a thrust and not a hang, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, something it, hard and fast. For any amount of time, the heck was that? Did you see that? Sam's been, been. So what happened was, you know, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. if you blink an eye, you missed it. All right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So what happened was there was a flash of light. Now, during this flash of light, it looked like something like a bird that ran or something blocked out the sun, just like for a split second. Wow. Now, now let me play the second video. And look, I'm clicking the wrong buttons. And this is what's really freaky because they tried to debunk this, that they did not know what they captured. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this was captured on an iPod 4 back in 2014, 2015. And they tried and tried to debunk this over and over. And they said it was an alien uh, being abducted by a squirrel. They, I mean, they, the CIAIG, the, the, they said there's no way that this could have been reproduced or remade. Uh, anyways, just let me just play this video. Let me, let me share the screen here. Hold on, stand by. 
Now look, I'm getting so excited. I'm hitting too many buttons. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hitting that many buttons on this on this program. Hold on here. Share screen. And uh, this is freaky, man. This is like really, this is really grabs your attention because this will make sense to a lot of people. When I, once you see this, I'm going to, I'll say something. Now watch real closely. Now they didn't capture this. And so they went by and they put it on the big screen. Now look at this. Do you see it? See it right what? there? Yes, there it is. See it cloaking? I, I, I could see something. There's an upright uh, yes. branch or, or some kind of tree. And I see saw it. See it. What? See it looks like it eyes. Yes. Now I will back out of this to make it just a little bit smaller here. Uh, let me do this this way. Blow it back up. I'm still sharing, right? Yeah, it's in the middle there. You can see. I you can see something. You see it right there? What is but it? That is so what happened is see that big branch, that vine coming yeah, down? Yeah, yeah. I saw uh, initially something see it? It, yeah, it looks what? like almost like a gray. See the eyeball or something black and how it's shifting? So they try to debunk this over and over. And she caught this out of the corner of her eye. So two people witnessed this. So, but it's weird though is, is that they went back the next day and uh, they went back and they found the trail to where, to where this, these, this creature went. Now, with this being said, okay, now they got two different people looking at two different directions. So, uh, Shoop said she thought she saw a pair of hands like grabbing vegetation, like pulling in her way when she saw this flash. And we always get these reports of people seeing like a lightning bolt flash or a flash of light in something, but they, they can never see what it what it is. So when they slowed the video down, it, and it's on our YouTube page, it's S-H-O-U-P-E. Uh, on our YouTube page, they slowed the video down even further, and it looks like two Sasquatches running with their hands. That's why they went back, and they found impressions that were four inches deep tracks right where this thing was. Right and that's there. the only reason. Yes, right through there, and the vegetation was tore up. Wow. So, yes. Now, I would never believe that unless you would have shown me the video and said, yes, this was from this person because I wouldn't have believed it. I'd have been like, no, nope, that's a hoax. But this lady is that credible. No, I mean, if you're going to do a hoax, you're going to have like something in the background walking through. That's just too, it, it's, it's something that's just not right. It's, it's an, in, that's that looks a, like predator, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Which, have you seen the uh, the missing four one one the hunted? Uh, yes, David Plays, where there's the, uh, the 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 woman in her hunting stand at the end. Yes, and they see the the kids are having band practice on the football field, and there's some kind of uh, candle, uh, and then she completely and utterly sees. But the pictures that were supposedly took on her phone. She didn't actually, when her husband took the phone apart, say they were, um, say, 1080, they were like 
something like 370. That phone never even took pictures at that right that kind of shutter speed or that uh that um resolution or something resolution no absolutely not so something had changed the actual way this blackberry and there was a picture of the back of her head do you remember that and she's like how could it be a picture of the back of my head when i was taking it and all and but she saw basically yeah like the, the 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 predator that's the only thing she could um and it had messed with all the electrics it changed uh changed the dimension she was in actually you know but for the resolution on that camera that doesn't even perform at that resolution it was it was uh something was just and i think it was their nephews and he was a very very intellectual guy or husband he he had something else going on but uh they were at the band practice and it was some kind of orb like a, a massive candle in the sky you know that's a really freaky there's some uh freaky tales on that david polides uh the, the missing 411 where the where the old guy who had the at the, the he was blind in one eye I think, yes yes where he disappeared into thin air nothing was ever found of it nothing his son right and now they they're... were doing the beat as we call it to to let any animals there was no animals and then his one friend said well was there anything that you could, and there usually is with David Polides, there's usually something that someone can put their finger on. And he said, it was just a sound. It was, yeah, it was nothing, it, but it was a sound. Uh, and then the yes. guy, the guy absolutely disappeared. There are 150 feet or 150, whatever, between yes. each other. The young guys are beating any animals down towards where they are so they can, they're on there doing their hunt nothing there's no animals not even squirrels and he just disappears into thin air without a trace well there's a video uh out there on youtube the guy is sasquatching right or squatchy whatever you want to call it and he was like did you just see that what was that behind that tree and he runs over there and he runs to the tree and he's like there ain't nothing there he's like i saw something run behind that tree ladies and gentlemen and he's like he he's puzzled and he's yeah. sitting there and he's trying to figure, I mean, he is dumbfounded. He's like, I saw something. He's like, y'all didn't see that. And he's, he's, he's scanning the air. He's like, something's over here. I know I saw, he's, I had to capture that. So I'm thinking like, okay, now this guy's just now coming out of the woodwork with this video. Right. And I'm thinking now this video we just saw is from 2014, 2015. And she had an iPod four taped to her walking stick. And she was just standing there with a group because she takes groups on her property, tours, okay? And she, she said out of the corner of her eye, she saw this flat, she's like, and she's like, did you just see that? And, you know, everybody's like, what? And it was like, yeah. And, and like Barb says, it looked like it just transforms as it stands up and then it ducks down. It's like, it's like the son of a buck came back, was like, what y'all doing here? Yeah, yeah, you doing my land, you know? And what? like checking it out. Why did she take people on her land? Because there were certain. No, she has a clan. She used to gift them. Oh, and yes. Okay. Now, now this is how intelligent they are. Now she doesn't. She doesn't gift them anymore. Now she she does have pe- people come out and have interactions, right? Uh, she will actually uh, use these little digital tape recorders. You know, like the ones that we buy. You know, yep, yep. these little recorders and stuff. 
and she will leave these out on her property on picnic tables hidden and these sons of guns will come over pick them up and turn them off yeah 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 not yeah. drain the batteries turn them off daring yeah they're way now, way yeah yeah now she also told us that they will leave them out during camping and they will take them away and right yeah. before they they leave the campsite they'll return them like here you go you can have them now you're well, leaving yeah, now you what the hell is that well i've got two books here uh i don't know if you've heard of laurie and dustin chandler they're uh, yes. visitors, shadow lords of the twilight visitors in the twilight and that's mad because i just picked those up when you said that chris and when you said here you are you can have them back now they were the first people, Laurie and Dustin, dear old couple, beautiful, lovely old couple, and they had their own ideas about the trail cams. And it wasn't anything about, oh, they smell, you're going to have to rub them in this certain dirt and everything. They're way ahead of that. They, but they, they didn't say, but they had their own, uh, they pretty much had it down about why um they they knew everything about the trail cams and like you're saying the tape recorders you can hide them you can cover them in scent and everything nah you're 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 fighting a losing battle they know exactly where very rarely will you get the eye or anything like that and it's it's usually a mistake on the on the bigfoot yeah yeah so we had a guy last night daring he was like so he had ladies and gentlemen i know this is going to sound funny but he had an encounter with the juvenile female. I know this is going to sound strange, but he's, this guy is very credible that he would come visit him while he was camping with the other people. And he stated that he, she was awful when it come to alcohol. So he would coach her, you know, out in his tent. He would, you know, talk to her. It's okay. You know, you can try hard or whatever. Well, anyways, so his friend was like man this is crazy crap i have nobody's gonna believe this so he got his cell phone out and he didn't tell his buddy but he hit record and his buddy didn't know what what happened it just stopped and he did this for i think barb correct me if i'm wrong for a couple of weeks and she would not come around but when when he stopped trying to record it she came back now, how in the world will a creature know that you are recording a conversation? I, Dustin and Laurie thinks it's something to do, and I could be completely and utterly. I think it's electric impulses. I think there's a lot with with. I I, I think an electric impulse to them is is alien as gamma rays are to us. Do you know what I mean? I think. That yeah, I know. I know. Most most animals you can hear sounds that we, we, we they're just the register you you cannot hear cats dogs and it was so i think they're absolutely completely and utterly in tune to anything and if there's anything electrical some some people are you know can't handle too much electric around them electrical you know um, appliances i think they've maybe it's taught to them but i i just think that there's there's something in that that it, that it emits that is just totally alien to them completely maybe that's what it is maybe they that they can read something you know maybe they 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 telepathize i don't know 
you know, a lot of it. So, Denise, what does cloaking mean again? So, if you remember Star Trek, the Vulcans, the Vulcan ship, you remember when the Klingons and all that, out of nowhere, their spaceship would just appear, you know, it was like, <laughs> and it's yeah. there, it uncloaked, it reappeared. It had some kind of, I don't know, device that would make it disappear. That's what cloaking means. Now, right. we know that the U.S. government, has yeah. that technology to make things disappear in front of you. Yeah. It's, it's, been, it's been on future weapons. They're using it to use on tanks and ships. Yeah. So, yes, yeah. we do have that technology. Now, where does that technology come from? I don't know. But to Denise, what color is a polar bear? Now, most people with intelligence will say it's white. Well, yeah. okay, but it's not. A polar bear is black, black color. And if you don't believe me, Google that. So, yes. Because polar bear refracts the light. And that's why a polar bear is white, because it picks up the background. So that's why people say when they have, uh, we have moderators. Well, we got somebody in here trolling. If we are, I'll boot them. I never booted anybody, but I'll boot them. But that's why when people say when they have unknown species of hair, let's say alleged Bigfoot, they put underneath a microscope, they hit it with light, and it's like, a kaleidoscope. It, it just like light bounces all off of it. So, but yeah. So I don't know. I don't know um, what they are. I mean, bending light. I mean, I think what we're, we're yeah, make something hidden or invisible. But it's yeah, exactly. GG. It's still there. It's there. It can only appear to us when I don't know. I mean, maybe they flip flip a switch. That whole predator thing though where people have seen uh like a, a bigfoot and, it, and it's bent the light and it's gone into the back i mean don't forget a chameleon a camelon as my dad calls them a chameleon is a reptile that can change its appearance to go in to to look like its background i mean and there are a lot of other animals a lot of other in insects and animals that can change their look to blend in with the background they can just go you know completely blue i mean that that's something that is organic you know a chameleon when they change their color you know they're 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 green and then they go against the 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 the, the rusty leaves and the orange leaves and all of a sudden ooh, they're, they're they they've turned into that color you know and that's organic praying manis you got bugs that do it you got yeah. moths yeah moths yeah so, I mean, but I don't know. So, but the thing though is, is that we have things that we don't understand that's out there, okay? So now how many times, Derry, have you heard that, man, I've heard something run up upon me, but I didn't see it or something ran past me and I felt the air off of it, but I didn't see it. Yeah, I heard it go around me, but I couldn't see it. Yeah. Now you watch a video like that and you're like, what in the hell was that? The now, guy who, sorry, yeah, I mean, it, it, every time you say something like that, it's like I've had something in my mind that's triggered that, and and then you, and then you'll say it, which is crazy, because I, there was a guy who had an experience with his family. He was a big, tall guy uh, and a big foot, and he got really freaked out. And then he, him and his wife split up, and he was with another uh, woman, and he, I think he was a doctor or something, but they sat out in the woods on these chairs 
and it and like you said, it ran towards him. Boom, 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 and he said, I got my feeling, I think I know where they're from, but I'm not gonna say because I'm not a hundred percent sure. And he could feel these things running towards him. He could, you know, to all intents, there was something running big, running towards him. And he said to the, the the woman he was with, I think there was a few of them there, said, just just be calm, just be calm. It but and then it just went past them, almost like it went through them. And and it was what he said. That was the Bigfoot. But he'd had an experience. It was on one of these programs uh, where he was he was almost in tears. And he was a big guy, which doesn't matter. But he was almost in tears because he was fearful for his family. He saw this on the ridge and it came down. And it was, I think, two children and his wife. And he managed to get out there. And then he just became obsessed with this whole. Uh, yeah. And and then he it it was you couldn't really see what was there. I mean, don't forget, I saw the green man sit sat no more than fifteen feet away from me, and this guy must have been eight ten foot tall, but he was sat crouched, not crouched. He was like sat on a seat. There was nothing there. It was just a broken sapling. You know, I've told you the story, and and it, and it wasn't from. You could have gone up to him and said, "Hey, you know, you want to go and get." get a tuna sandwich you want to go for a beer whatever it was that solid and the girl i was with she saw it as well everybody was like in suspended animation in the forest of dean and but this thing was not from from maybe it was from it was from our world it was completely we're not maybe from this world these things are from this world you know they're they're things that have maybe just gone into some kind of hiding in another dimension which completely and utterly runs alongside our dimensions and we're the people that were put on this planet uh, from other planets maybe the bigfoot and those type of creatures were here way thousands of years before us because they've just uh, the whole thing about the pyramids in egypt where they said oh they're x amount of years old and they're like well no that technology was found to build those pyramids and you're saying it's two to three thousand and that uh the the scholar who's got this kind of egyptian mafia that their narrative on on how ancient egypt was evolved and and yet they found the the, the town in i think it was turkey twelve thousand years old with if not better technology than what built the pyramids and whatever so it just throws all that to the wayside and they're like oh uh professor awas i think his name is and he's always at the pram when they're going but hang on a minute you're saying that it's this ancient egypt it started here with this pharaoh but that pharaoh there judging by the way it's been carved in his face and they're usually similarly um representative of the certain pharaohs but that's not him he predates that so your whole history is basically what you want it to be but it's actually not that because we found in turkey and uh an ancient i don't know whether it was egyptian but it but you know the, the actual technology and everything that was built predates ancient egypt by like seven eight thousand years so, I mean, that's not just like a blink of an eye, like 500, 200 years. It right. blows it. Yeah, the, yeah, crazy. I agree about the Egyptian antique mafia. Yeah, Arawaz, as, uh, 
has been in meetings with other people that are just there just to just to say this these are the facts you know so who built that you know the people from the stars did did who knows you know what i think the human race is i don't think it evolved myself i think it's i think there's been uh, so much other stuff that has come from different uh, star systems that you know with with space travel the the video that was in your clip just now which i've seen before about the you know the the ufo and then the guy the fighter pilots yeah were tracking it and then all of a sudden it, it went into the water and then their rendezvous point which was something like 700 miles away let's just say the coordinates of this craft popped up in the exact coordinates of where was the U.S. Navy's rendezvous point. So it was almost like, nah, 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 nah. We know where you're going, you know. And when they worked out how fast it had to be going to do 700 miles in, however it was, it was like, you know, three and three thousand seven hundred miles per hour or something ridiculous like that, you know three times light speed and but but where it popped up when it disappeared they i think they had two sets of fighter the the, the the pilots were doing interviews they retired and said that this thing was just doing maneuvers like but where it popped up was actually on the um assignment on the the, the you know the practice that we were all doing that was our rendezvous point didn't tesla understand that certain minerals were based in south moon yeah yeah, he was he was a, a, a very interesting guy to say the least. Has, I mean, genius. Uh, you so, know, there's so many rabbit holes we can go down, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I I don't yeah. know. I it's it's I I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know what to believe. But when you see a video like that, and from a credible source. And that video has been tested and tested. And now there is a longer version of that video that's broken down. And in, and you can see the hands, alleged hands of the, the creature or whatever you want to call it, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, running. Okay, you can go out to her YouTube channel and, and seek it out and, and watch it for yourself. But, you know, you hear all these stories that they hear things. They feel the ground shake. You know, they feel the wind off of it. And you watch something like that, and then you're thinking that I am out in the woods at dark, at dark at nighttime, and I and I hear a twig break, and I'm thinking I'm freaking out. And this is during the daytime with a group of people, and it's that close. So what is that movie Predator actually telling us? They knew about this. Yeah, that's the type of thing that. Where does that? I mean, it's either just you know. A, 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 a you know a, a moment where they've where does that come from where does that stuff come from like in back in the uh you know the 70s where everybody was going crazy about ufos and and then uh it's almost like oh well we'll get the who's the hottest director at the moment <laughs> you know and I said, oh, steven spielberg ah oh, we're making yeah spielberg go and do a you know close encounters of the third kind let's shut all these people up I mean, it's it's a, right. a rabbit hole, and you know, I think that what what those creatures are. I think when what I think once people have had experiences, like my friend Tam, I've had an experience with something which 
afterwards. No one did. I mean, and 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 that this was mine wasn't so much flesh and blood, but it was solid. My mate Tam that saw uh, through Deborah actually uh, these flat-faced four or five creatures, not that far from where I am right at this very second, going across the road. The last one just looked round at him as if to say, "And you know," which is. Which is, now, which is on Deborah Hatswell's. Um, she's got a great map of uh, Britain. And then obviously the first thing you do, like we've talked, you look at the area around where you live. And I'm like, oh my God. And then the coincidence was when it got to the bottom, I'm like, well, I know Tam Dudgeon. It's not a, a normal name, Tam. Um, you know, it, it's a Scottish name for Tom Dudgeon. And I'm like, well, I know that guy. You know, I didn't know him that well at that point, but I knew him. So I took him aside when we met and said, oh, have you had any? And he told me the story about these, what can only be described as sandy colored, uh, uh, like gorilla lions. But they, I think on Deborah Hatswood, it's, uh, if you look around Devon, it's the, the flat faced beings. You know, and this is a noble guy. This is a guy that, you know, thought I was, you know, taking the, the mick, as we say, but I'm like, no, man, I'm really into cryptids and anything that weird. And he told me the story and he just said, I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. There was, I think there was three or four or four or five. And the last one sort of stopped and paused and looked round at them in their car as if to say, what are you going to do? Kind of thing. He said, but, but, but they looked, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know what, he actually thought they were they were a cryptid they were big and and strong and um sandy colored but with like almost like a humanoid flat face and you're talking three or four four or five one's bad enough but yeah uh, right you know and they're just like and this is on a road which i travel parallel to it you know five six times a month i know that area you know but it is on the edge uh, between the, the moors not far from where my dad saw the big uh the big cat whether it's a panther a puma um but he said it was big you know and dad's a big guy and his friend was a big guy and uh, he said oh get out and go and have a look and they were looking at each crazy i ain't getting out there to go and have a look he said but the tail was that big kind of you know flowing panther type uh, you know, it, it, it was it was a very well looked after animal, basically. You know, there was no uh, this thing was not hungry. This thing was was at the top of its of its food chain. So, you know, so I, th I think when we looked at those um, the mines around when we put the I mean, and Britain is pretty much the same when you put the, the because we've got mining that dates back to Roman times here to the Iron Age, Bronze Age. They were mining. So if you look at the amount of mines and some of the uh, stories that cryptids that have been seen in, in, in this country, like the one in America where they put all the mines right. over the top of the, you know, the, 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 the disappearing people, disappearances. That's too, it's, it's, it's too, it's, it's, too, it's too much like a mirror to be, coincidental you know it's almost identical yeah i would say they've done that as well i'd say that definitely in america because of logging and and, and it's what's happening a lot here now as well that um 
And the other thing I I, I, I want to say is if you go, I wouldn't take a weapon into the woods. Maybe if I was in America, I would be with somebody with a weapon for other stuff. But um, I think they know when you're coming to an area with a with a good heart, where you're not going to be, you know, you're not you're not out there, you know, because people are going to go out there and try and hunt these things. You know, you see these programs where they're like in a six man posse and we're going to go out and we're going to catch when we're going to set up a cage those things know you're around two miles before you've even s- stepped foot in their territory they know right. they know they're wild they're i'd say they're wild animals with complete human intelligence so <laughs> you know you're, you're you're fighting a losing battle i think i know i think so about the dog men that have this teflon kind of skin and whether they're um made by a government whether they're hybrid whether some are i wouldn't put any what would you chris i wouldn't put any of that stuff past it you know i wouldn't say that they're going well, hang on a minute we can get like you know a platoon or a, a squad of these things and send them into an area you know like the the big bearded afghanistan uh, you know the special forces story about the 12 foot giants right Afghanistan and um, I just don't think a lot of this stuff just comes out of people's imagination it's it's all rooted in either history the folklore is there and I and I do think that the government have a have a an healthy or an unhealthy area of expertise where they know exactly what these things are and 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 maybe some of them i've heard the stories where the guys turned up with like a laptop with a with a disc and has been you know tapping around and, and and sending out a kind of i don't know whether they're chipped or whether it's just sending out a you know some kind of radio signal to 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 locate them or there's 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 a lot of that going on because a, a lot of these things as well, where they've been in certain areas where they're not supposed to, and the, and the guys have turned up with no insignias on. And the, the, the guy that wanted the, um, it was like a chucacabra in South America. The, the guy was a well-to-do farmer and he threw, I think an ax at this thing and it just bounced off and broke. And then two days or a day later, these two, a woman and a bloke in black turned up and said, we want that axe. He said, that's my axe. And they're like, no, we want that axe. You know, so it was like um, he threw it at this this supposedly creature and it was, it was, it, whatever it, whatever this axe hit was harder than the axe itself. So I don't know. I don't know, man. It makes you wonder, doesn't it? Always does, ladies and gentlemen. I love the music. You're going to give me the updated <laughs> version? <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, another edition from Unbelievable from the UK and Beyond, starring Daring. Yes. What do you think? You like it? Humans are not very nice, Gigi. They are not. Right. They're absolutely extra animals. So, what's going to be on our next show? We know yet? Or are we still working yeah, on it? I'm going to. Um... Like there's there's two people I really want to get on either one and, and one um, so yeah we'll, we'll we'll talk and we'll get those guys on because obviously I want there's a story I want 
uh, listeners, especially in America, anywhere, uh, to hear this guy's experiences are quite harrowing. And uh, he hasn't been in the right frame of mind for one thing or another. He's supposed to be able to, um, to come and see us. And also, Lee's going to come on as well, that did the British Bigfoot. All oh, right. That's what I'm talking about. This guy's got, got the stories. So, as an introduction, what I don't want to do is go over the same stuff over and over again. Right, right. Let's push on with um, getting these guests on, and I'll just, me and you are just sitting there and, uh, and let them go. Mind them up. That is oh, right. I've got to send your clock. Yes, I was waiting on that, by the oh. way. Yes, okay. I have been. I've been waiting for that. Don't worry, it's coming. Thanks for Derry and the music. I love it. I can't wait for part two. It rocks. Coast to coast and around the world, ladies and gentlemen. Another edition with Derry. Yeah. Thank you, Amy. Everybody. Great. We enjoyed you. Loved you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Absolutely. You never know with Daring. He may be late, but he's great, right? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we got you, man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, take care. Much love. We'll see you on next show. Bye-bye.